Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! First of its kind, the first dome. We're back, you big freaks. Dome with Banfomania. The number one greatest freestyle rap comedy podcast in the world in the world folks and uh don't listen to the haters it is the best in the world would it be i mean would it be funny to read negative comments and and just get back at them or is that lame i think that's lame i think it's better to not care but what's the last time we did this uh it kind of uh was not a good time right but that was because you know we didn't see eye to eye on my replies but what if the negative comments are funny or they're so dumb they're funny or what if we have you curated a few that yeah like that you know are so dumb that they're funny well i know that at least two or three of them um are severely dumb because the the people who commented are dumb um and like we, when you look at their profiles um well you know I, what i, I don't want to risk us starting to sound like brendan Shaw. is that here. oh yeah because he's he's a big on like uh big on this really pod. just all just just haters out there yeah. man it's just all the haters well he just kind of sucks and also <laughs> i i feel hey for all we know we also kind of suck no no right we we, nah. we suck but you know we stop sucking every three or four minutes to rap mm-hmm. and so there's that's our that's our scapegoat is rapping whether it's good you're, or bad. You're claiming that the rap part doesn't suck. Well, no, the rap part may suck, but it interferes with the talk sucking. I like talk sucking. That's, <laughs> that's my favorite type of interaction with a woman. Um, you know, I do want to, uh, you know, uh, highlight a positive comment. Uh, Zan Callahan said, y'all next up. So, <laughs> shout out. Is Zan a bot? Uh, maybe he's a bot. <laughs> y'all uh, next up. Because I don't think DM uh, on at SoCalifornia is a legit comment. Uh, this guy said also not funny. Um, <laughs> what is he alsoing? He didn't previously. Com- oh no, there's a previous comment, but the algorithm. Said, oh damn, he 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 decided to comment twice. He commented two negative comments. Damn. The, the first time he said horrible. Birds flew into windows upon hearing this noise. Well, birds are just gonna do that, right? They can't see. Yeah, it's well, especially if it's a big window. That's kind of a given, right? No, that. You need to do something to... We also have to control the bird population. And maybe that's that's our role on this podcast, is to do freestyles so bad that birds kill themselves. Yo, I just did a rap so bad that a bird, yeah, thought about his dad. Then he grabbed the mag and then he put it in his beak and he blew himself up. Yo, all these birds dying, man, what is the fuck? I'm a bird and I swerve to the window. Uh, yeah, I'm sick. Yeah, you know I've been, squat, bro. Squat. I've been flying, I've been flapping, yeah, these wings. Squat, squat. And then I'm about to go and eat some chicken wings. Yo, I was just eating some chicken wings, just chilling. Just... Next thing I know, yo, I be trying to start moving and oh. I see this open space. Oh, wait, it's not. It turned out it was a window and now I'm hurting hot. Oh, my God. If you fly, then you crash. Yeah, flying's ass. That's why I always sit in the grass. And I puff, puff, pass to the last bit of the joint. Yeah, I got the doinks. I got doinks and I'm a bird. How does this work? If a bird smokes weed, is the highness absurd? Does he get super high? Can he fly if he's that high? (laughs) Yeah, uh, save the birds. This guy said, Whack AF should have stayed working at BK, bruh. 
Yo. Did you work at BK? No. That's an interesting one. You just well, no, I, but I also, I think that that's kind of a, a common, that's a running joke that uh, failed rappers are also, they're simultaneously working fast food jobs. Oh, but this implies that we stopped working at BK. Right. I think that's a that that guy is 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 the implication that we used to work at BK is the joke. It's like why would we ever debase ourselves to the level of working as a fast food guy? Just to just to support our art. I don't want to shout this guy out, but his tag is the T H A West four twenty nine. Well, that's cool. Like uh, he's a nine people got to that username before he did. (laughs) He's a cannabis. Or eight people. I he's say. a cannabis farm owner and a father. Oh well, you know he's got to support his kids. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's another one. I'm not sure if the time I wasted listening to this is less or more productive and meaningful than the time you spent creating it. What a waste. I don't even know. Like, there's so many like double negatives in that sentence. No, no, but he's right though. Less or more productive than and meaningful than. No, it's it's very poorly worded, and and that's that's okay though. I think the point hits home. It's true though. Like, I don't. It is only like a minute and a half. What's this guy complaining about? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not that much time. I mean, the answer to his question is, we wasted more time. We they, wasted uh, way a, a more time. A thousand percent more like, time than uh, you. Like, our lives. <laughs> <laughs> the entirety of our lives amounted to this Well, moment. what is it? What is it like? I think we dedicate maybe four or five hours a week to this podcast right, but what about outside all, of our outside of our normal ass lives what about all the visualizing and manifesting that i do you know, oh you're okay well you know I, I if we count the visualizing and manifesting then yeah it is our entire life okay i i want one more to that is targeted at you so get your fucking uh, ego geez. in check and this guy said looking like a wook woke wook with the dreadlocks tied up into a man bun to top it off, garbage raps. <laughs> but hang on, you would think that this is a black guy. This is who said it. Oh, okay, so he's, a, he's got some personal things. That guy used to have dreadlocks. A white dude, that guy's bald as fuck. A white dude with a beard and gauges is hating on my man's hairstyle. I love your hair, dude. Fuck this guy. No, well, you know, it was I was probably having a bad hair day at that time. You know, I can't blame him. You know, these are all valid criticisms. What's a so. wook? A wook is a guy that like takes mushrooms and goes to edm shows oh that's kind of that you you look like a cool guy right at first i was like oh this these are just basic assessments of of my visual appearance and then he had to drop that line about the garbage wraps and i was like ah you you know what we we were vibing for a second there well, we appreciate all the comments, negative or positive. Yeah, yeah, no, the engagement is what we really. Uh, <laughs> maybe if we make we make one so bad that it forced. The, yeah, the, like people it, people have no choice but to comment something negative. Then we'll get massive amounts of engagement, and it'll be it'll be lit. Oh man! Uh, Speaking of uh, people who would probably end up in our comment section. Oh my, oh my, I was at the gym today and what did I spy? I spotted a guy in the motherfucking sauna and he had a tattoo and it almost made me cry. I spotted the guy in the sauna, yup, and he was uh, listening to Madonna, had his headphones on a little loud. Also in the sauna, he was smoking on the loud. Yo, it was Heath Ledger's Joker and it also had the ha 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 ha's poked in. And it was his entire forearm. So you know that this guy is a real twisted dude, y'all. The entirety of my forearm is so gone because someone tattooed that Eve broad. Uh, 
bro And yeah, I blow the dro So cold and then I'm dead, yo Every now and then I see a Heath Ledger Joker And it's a tattoo And I have to joke some Because that dude, yo, that tattoo is so dumb Why would you do that? I have to think about some uh, Okay but it was for, it's his entire forearm. It's like a one that wraps around it. Oh, so yeah. like this was an important piece <laughs> in this guy. But it also didn't have other tattoos that I could see. He was a, he was shirtless. Whoa! This was his sole tattoo, and it was his yeah. entire forearm, and yeah. it was Heath Ledger's Joker with the ha ha ha's going around it, like he's like he's laughing. And you know that's I f that's like a kind of a thing people like to identify with the Joker if you know they're a loner and they think that they're twisted or whatever and. And uh, it, it got it's me. Not, yeah, yeah, it's not that cool. Uh, well, I do think that getting um, uh, tattoos of fictional characters is cool because I've done that multiple times. Well, no, no, no. I, well, it it brought me it brought me to my my conversational point that I wanted to start with here is like, what do you think is your cringiest tattoo? Like one that you're like, man, I bet a lot of people think this is fucking stupid. Well, I have um, I have a Bible verse on my shoulder, and that's yeah, but I don't think people will think even people who aren't Christian look at a Bible verse tattoo and, and they are just like, oh yeah, that guy must be a Christian or something. Yeah. I don't think they think that's so cringe that you got that. You know okay. what I mean? It's cringe for you because you don't, you know, you're past, you, you, you think Christianity and religion is cringe. Yeah. I get that. I guess the ones that I think are cringe are just that one. And then I have a, like a shoulder tattoo of my sister, uh, my sister's painting that she did when she was like six. And that's technically like, nice because it's like meaningful but it doesn't look that good because a six-year-old drew it <laughs> and then i couldn't be like i couldn't tell the tattoo artist hey make this look not bad because a kid drew it so and also the color combination with um my skin tone didn't work great it's like a, a an orange on brown not great it's funny because you you have a uh, a tony soprano tattoo and you also have a uh, a patrick bateman tattoo and those are both characters in fiction who i would compare to the joker in the fact that they there are people there are fans who are like he's like me for real <laughs> you've heard that before and i all that to say i, I like those tattoos but I, if i was to make the assessment of what might be considered your most cringiest tattoos probably the Bateman one yeah um, people are like oh this guy identifies with uh, the um, the American psycho <laughs> well I it's I think that getting those types of tattoos is cool to me because I've gotten past the point of giving a shit what the tattoo is and because of that it's you have to get a few meaningful tattoos I think at first because you think you have to I mean I think that was my process but this guy went straight to like a fictional character for his forearm and it seems like to him that is also meaningful and you that's make it your entire forearm i mean that's when that's, it's it's that the resonates with it's you. the only tattoo like when i first uh moved to la and found the tattoo artist that i go to i there was a girl that walked into the studio who was covered in primarily portraits and a lot of them were of uh, fictional characters. Like she had the Stephen King uh, uh, it cover uh, on her on her arm. She had a Frankenstein. She had like multiple, just like felt like she was more into like the horror stuff. Yeah, it was it was kind of a horror category. But I remember seeing that and thinking, I want to be blasted up like this. But I never will be because I can't endure pain like that. 
I, the more tattoos I get, the more I'm like, fucking, I'm not doing that. Really? Anymore. It's so hard. It, it's so painful. And I wonder if your pain threshold is decreasing with each tattoo. It may be decreasing. My my need for tattoos is decreasing as I have more. I'm like, all right, I already have a solid upper body collection. I went through a, a leg thing where I got a solid piece. And now I'm like the rest of the property on my body, which is a lot is um there's you could all always make more yeah and it, it would just be increasingly painful because i've gotten the less painful spots uh worked on so it's like eh, fuck i just want to be put under put me under that should be a weight loss strategy let's put this guy under for fucking six weeks that's called surgery yo they're gonna staple your stomach they're gonna do that and then it's gonna be uh tight as fuck and you won't be able to stuff in motherfucking food and whatnot yo what if i just sleep for 16 weeks and then i wake up and i'm skinny because i didn't eat for the entirety of like three months and then i'm fucking see yeah that would be nice but then uh what do you know let's do the reverse so you could have way more tattoos on your stuff if you get a bunch of fat foods and eat them up you could maybe get like three pizzas next thing you know you've got a big booty that you could put some ink on uh, that would be nice i was just think on there's <laughs> something that you should think on if i get putting food in my body i'll have more skin to get tatted nice uh yeah i'm eating rice and yeah uh every day i'm getting uh Ice, ice is from the machine. I'm, I've got an ice machine, and it's really mean. Fuck! No wonder you gotta we gotta go green. No wonder we get negative comments. Uh, <laughs> We're off to a rough start. You know why? It's because it's because you this seg this toxic segment that you insist on, where we where you remind me how much I suck. No, no, no. You're great, dude. Uh, Smoking in the rain three by Lex Factor. Poetic justice by Lethal Needle. Bad Apple by Elias and Brim Beats. Elias. Elias. It's a biblical name. Uh, it reminds me of uh, Eli Elias or Elias Cody, the actor. You know what I'm talking about? No? no. Played play Casey Jones in the Ninja uh, Turtles movie? No. Uh, well, you know what? Sorry. You ever seen Shooter with Mark Wahlberg? I've seen that. Okay, he gets his arm shot off by Mark Wahlberg at the end. He's like one of the henchmen. Gets his Damn. whole goddamn arm shot off. It's a great scene. Yeah, I'm the guy that got his arm shot off by oh, Mark yeah, Wahlberg. Also, I was Casey Jones. Bro, I saw... Uh, this might not be that fucking uh, innovative to you, but I saw Andy Samberg do an impression of Mark Wahlberg that was the most spot-on thing I've ever seen. It was incredible. Yeah, I don't feel like that guy's known for his impressions either. No, so. and whenever you see a good impression where you really recognize it, it's so impressive. Well, maybe you could pull that impression up. Well, uh, since we're talking about movies, there were a couple of new trailers that came out this week. Uh, the new Fast and the Furious, uh, Fast X, which I assume is going to be the last one. Although, but are they going to start going into Roman numerals now? Because otherwise, the next one's got to be Fast XI. Which seems a little doesn't really roll off the tongue. No, but neither does Fast Eleven. No, Fast Eleven works. I think. Has, I think have there ever? I think this might be the most successful uh, series of all time. What movie has made it to its tenth installment and still has the draw of Fast and Furious? Yeah, and you know what? And Vin Diesel's keeping it together. Like he still. Looks good, and it, the new one has Jason Momoa and um, fucking speaks Chinese. He's an MMA or WWF guy. 
really most famous WWF wrestler of all time. Of all time? Other than The Rock. <laughs> oh, YouTube crashed. That's dramatic. Yeah, that sucks. Wait, what the hell? We're ha we're experiencing some technical difficulties. Oh, look, it came back and then Oh, what the but it's not crashed on the screen. It's crashed on the on the fucking big screen. Hang on, let me try again. Here we go. Whoa. Why don't you do your impression of Andy Samberg's impression? Well, no, here, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to play through the ad on mute on this TV so that, um, that we, works. We can then jump into Some it. Melissa McCarthy, uh, booking.com ad. She's a cancer. <laughs> she probably has cancer due to, you know, her obesity. You think that that causes cancer? Hey, I'm Mark Wahlberg. You guys know me. <laughs> Let's go talk to some animals. All right, I've heard enough. That's pretty good. Hang on, let him do it one more time. Hey, dog, how's it going? I like your fur. That looks really great. So dog, I, I, right? I was under the impression that this was like him on a late night show. Oh, no. I didn't realize we were just going to play a sketch it's from SNL. SNL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just him talking to animals. What's, what's funny is that I probably saw somebody else on a podcast bring it up, which makes this fucking well, hack. The uh, the... I feel like the, the the code the cracked code of the Mark Wahlberg impression is the scene in the happening where the old lady is accusing him. He thinks that the the old lady's like, "You're gonna kill me and then take all my things," and he's like, "What? No!" And I, I feel like that's the everyone goes for that scene. I when think yeah, when there's trying to do there's that. a distressed, breathy Boston like yeah, uh huh. And he's and he's doing that. There's um, a a child actor who you, do you know who Spencer Breslin is? He's Abigail Breslin's older brother. Oh, that's I don't I don't know either. But I mean, yo, talking about Cat in the Hat, yo, Spencer Breslin, where it's at? That dude, I follow him on Instagram. He seems pretty cool. Seems like he's been doing fine since he left the lime light. Spencer Breslin and his brethren, yeah, we don't pretend that. He's a successful adult, man. He's a child actor. In fact, sir, he doesn't uh, have a long uh, filmography. Yo, but he's in that movie, don't you know? M. Night Shyamalan, he's in there with another bro. Oh. And uh, they're trying to get into this dude's abode. And what do you know, he takes out his shotgun and blows. Me and M. Night Shyamalan, we've been gone off the Don Perignon. And then we sit and watch the dawn. Watch the sunrise with fun guys, and then we eat a couple fun guy, and yeah, you know a son. I'm pretty like, sure that scene is the only reason that movie's rated R, other than maybe a couple of swars, swears. This kid needs braces, bro. Yo, I mean, he probably had. That's pre. Maybe he still got some baby teeth in there. That's not a good photo of his teeth. That's for damn sure. This, can, there's a whole speck of something on there. This is before you got that actor insurance. What's the actor insurance? Sag, bro. Uh, when are we going to get what, on that What'd you sag? call me? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, I get it. Because, yeah, <laughs> it rhymes. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that, um, that, dude, that dude gets his head blown off in The Happening. And I just remember being like, yo, Spencer, R.I.P. R.I.P. Spencer. You got fucking capped hard. I haven't watched The Happening in a long time. That's a good one. I, that's, I, I probably rewatch. There's only a few M Night movies that I won't rewatch. That's the well. That's eh, the now that I think about it, there's quite a few. That's the downside of having uh, a big twist at the end of your films. Like it, it's it, once you go back and know the twist, 
then every step of the way you're like, oh yeah. Well, but, that can sometimes make it more fun on the so second view. So I do think a second viewing may be beneficial, but then a third and a fourth might not work as well. But I did just recently rewatch all the Christopher Nolan Batmans, coming back to the Joker that you mentioned. Mm. Um, and he always has pretty cool little twists at the end. It's not as heavy as a twist as like Inception or The Prestige, but he does have little twists at the end where I feel like his he has twists throughout, especially the one with the Joker. That that whole movie was just you thought this was the thing, but it was actually this. Yeah, yeah. I my favorite twist or the thing that got me the most excited was you know how Alfred talks about this little restaurant that he goes to and he in France or whatever. Yeah. And he's he talks about I, I just dreamed that one day I'll go there and then I'll see you with a couple kids and we won't talk to each other, but we'll just know. How's that? You like my you I like know my, that was good. That was good. <laughs> yes, dude. Is um, is is uh, Alfred in the room with us right now? <laughs> at the end of the the third Batman, Batman re- returns. He returns. <laughs> Batman returns. He, no, it's um, Dark Knight Rises. Oh yeah, Batman right. Returns is one of the Joel Schumacher Batmans. <laughs> Fuck, dude, I've never even seen. Or no, that, that might be Batman Forever. Whatever the the bat the Dark Knight Rises at the end, you know, you see Alfred at the restaurant, and then all of a sudden they reveal, and it's fucking Bruce Wayne and Anne Hathaway right there. And I was like, whoa, dude, it's like he yeah, said. But people claim that that's him just reimagining what he said to Bruce earlier, and that Batman's actually dead. No. I, I think that's erroneous. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to accept that. <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe that theory. No, I at definitely. All. I, I want. I want Batman to have lived for sure. No, I think he did live. What because, was super dumb? No, there's I, a. There's yeah. a. Sorry to interrupt you. There's a reveal because, uh, what's his name? Uh, not fucking Lex, the the guy that Morgan Freeman plays. Mm-hmm. Um, when he goes to check on the tank, oh. the dudes at the at the thing are like. Oh yeah, the autopilot installation went through. Okay, so, so the reveal that the autopilot went through, and then Batman's seen. Yeah, by Alfred. It's heavily implied he's still alive. Extreme. Yeah, uh, that you know it was really dumb. You know I haven't rewatched that movie since I saw it in theaters um, because I didn't really like it. And one of the things I didn't really like was how at the end uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character is like, "Oh yeah, I'm Robin." He's, they're like, "And what, what, na- what name, name should I put down for that?" And he's like. Robin, no, <laughs> they like, boom. No, the the lady at the thing says you should use your middle. I like your middle name more, Robin, and that's what it is. He didn't like pick that he's Rob, but yeah, you're right. That is still a, that is a Loki corny. though. Every iteration of Robin, like throughout the comic books and the movies, his character story has been really dumb. So it might as well be the Joseph Gordon-Levitt one. That's probably the least dumb one of them all because usually it's like. He's a gymnast in a family of like I think the original origin story of Robin is he's in a, a family of gymnasts like his mother and father are also gymnasts Whoa. and they do high rise trapeze acts and then one of the Batman villains kills both his parents. <laughs> Pretty dumb if you ask me, son. Yo, Robin, yo, he's never won until he found that dude Bruce Wayne in the cave and then he's like, yo, Bruce, teach me how to behave. Uh, yeah, I'm genetically flexible. Yeah, my parents, they both detestable, uh, but I was raised by a pack of gymnasts. Yo, ever since a kid, yeah, I've been sick. My parents were killed, I have a same, similar origin as the man who, take, who took me on, as his heir, as his sire. When I'm with Batman, you know I can fly higher. 
Since a youth, I was born to stretch and do backflips every day in front of an audience. Uh, and now I met the man Bruce. And yeah, he also uh, eats moose. Yeah, he likes moose and he's also got a big caboose. Yo, Bruce, you got it going on and that's the Ooh. truth. There's a reason why Robin's kind of coded as queer. It's because he is. And Batman, come here real quick. I want to show you something. What do you want to show me? Oh, my God. I used to love doing the Batman voice. I thought it was the coolest thing of all time. Well, yeah, that uh, Pete Holmes yeah. had that whole series <laughs> doing the the Batman thing. That really, you know, it it uh, it really pokes some holes in the seriousness of that whole voice. Yeah, because you know, it's re even rewatching the Batman. I'm sure you were just like, all right, it is kind of dumb. The voice yeah. is kind of dumb. Well, no, it, obviously there are some some dumb aspects to it, but. If you just if you let it slide and, and let yourself oh, yeah. get sucked in. Technically Batman Begins is probably the best one. The Dark Knight was the one that was the most acclaimed because of Heath Ledger and then his death and all I won't that. I won't disagree. Uh, I probably like them both equally. Just Batman Begins is an entire movie of just origin, bro. Like he doesn't really get into nothing. And it's how the first Spider-Man was so cool yeah, no. because of how much origin they give you. Like that amount of depth in the origin is so fun to watch. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. Aren't they sort of simultaneously entered? They, they have the origin, but it's also there is a a, a, a scarecrow storyline yeah. that's playing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simultaneously with the origin, he is does. It not? He does save Gotham for, for like in the at the end of the movie because Scarecrow, at the end of the movie it's Ra's al Ghul that's like taking over the train or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Scarecrow is working on behalf of Ra's al Ghul to get uh, the the mixture in the the city water, and then the train uh, carries that machine from Wayne Enterprises that vaporizes the water mm. and then gets everybody to act all crazy and shit spoiler alert folks well if, if you, you haven't if, seen, if you haven't seen the dark knight if you haven't seen it you need to fucking <laughs> no, check yourself batman no begins. that's batman begins. That's, that's it's funny how he named all of his movies different things which i like yeah although dark knight and then follow-up was dark knight rises so that's more sequely they should have called uh it batman begins two <laughs> uh batman begins three batman continues uh, yeah, no, um, it's funny how many live action Batman iterations there have been. Dude, so I went to watch the newest one in, in the theater in Carson and there was like nine black kids sitting in front of me while in and like kids, like fucking 11, like they were, they right. were very that's, young. That's on you. And that was my mistake. You don't go to a movie theater, uh, adjacent to, um, certain areas in Los Angeles, <laughs> but I had a bad experience. Also, there was a dude with a baby next to me. It was a nightmare. Um, you ain't black. And also, the, on, the dude. It's February. The, what are we, what are oh, we yeah, you're about right, here? dude. I fucked up. Chill out a bit. No, just there's black people in Long Beach. They're just, you know, um, whatever. The point. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, they don't let their kids go to the movies by themselves. This theater was, was ruthless. Uh, I also went with a guy who listens to. Um, content that is very misogynistic and he revealed that to me that day and i then stopped hanging out with him and i was like oh, thank shit. god <laughs> he was like he loves andrew tate is that it it was andrew tate in that podcast fresh and fit those dudes who are wow. fucking just absolutely dumb and hate women whatever that that was a negative experience so then i thought a, what a combination of stuff to be right like also that he was he, it is funny that he he thought he had a like ally in you. That he, he revealed he revealed it to me. He revealed it to me, and I was like, "Oh shit, you think that shit is cool?" 
and I don't. Ooh. This is, and then he hit me up the other day, and I was like, nah. and I stopped talking to him. But I then thought, okay, maybe I need to rewatch this Batman, and it'll be cool. And I rewatched it with my girlfriend and my sister, and we shut it off. After two hours, we were like, all right, this is, I, Wh- I which can't. one? The one with um, Twilight. What's this? Uh, oh, Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Dude, I remember you telling me, like, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. And then when I rewatched it, I was just like, this isn't holding me. I'm not interested. I'm not in it. And I was coming off of the high of watching the Christopher Nolan Batmans and the high techness and all the shit. The, the one with Robert Pattinson is way more, like, angsty and down to earth. And he doesn't have as much cool technology and the action isn't as sick. And so, I don't know, because of how recently I had watched the fucking Christian Bale ones, I, I was comparing I can't them. blame you. I, I definitely, it's going to be a while before I rewatch uh, the, the Robert Pattinson. I wouldn't. Batman, I wouldn't. The best part about it is Colin Farrell in the fat suit. I agree. They, they squandered that. Call him Farrell in the motherfucking fat suit. Call him the penguin once, and then that's it with that dude. That was they, they squandered his whole character. It would have been so nice. Hire Tom Berenger. Yeah, hire Tom to play the penguin. Uh, yeah, I'm in the street and I'm singing mm, from uh, Pakistan to Finland, and then I'm going to England. I mean, I like the angle of the penguin being like in the dark underworld of, of Gotham and being a true crime guy or a, a organized crime guy, but whatever, my. Uh, I don't mind the angle, but in the preamble, they set it up and I ain't capable of handling it. I was watching it and then I fucking had to shut the shit off. I was sick. Interesting. I figured it would at least be entertaining with explosions and what do you see? Bright colors and we could watch it at least tolerably. No, we we all were like, let's shut this off. Okay. And there's a usually a level of enjoyment in a movie when you get to like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. You're like, all right, I'm watching this. Yeah. And we committed way too long. So we got to... You shut off at like 45 minutes? No, we shut off at like an hour 50. Oh, you might as well have finished it Bro, but it was like three hours and 20 minutes or some shit. I didn't realize it was Those movies are way too long. Like the Superman, uh, the Superman Batman one, that one's like three and a half. And that is straight up dumb. Yeah. Like Ben Affleck being all serious and shit the whole time. Ben Affleck not doing a Boston accent is not entertaining to me. I need well, that's ben- funny because they just dropped a trailer for the new Phil Knight movie. Whoa. Yeah, let me pee real quick. We could talk about that for a second. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Dave has just Damn, watched the Nike Air commercial. It's just called Air, I believe. Yeah, and the subtitle is Courting a Legend. Right, because it's about them, uh, about get... F- Phil Knight and uh, whoever the marketer is behind yeah. the the Air Souls or whatever, trying to get Michael Jordan. Which the trailer doesn't have Michael Jordan in it, right? No, because uh, who's going to play him? Michael B. Jordan. That would work. That would actually be totally hilarious and work. He's uh, a great actor. It's I. It's stacked. The cast is so stacked. You have a a very prominent uh, recent EGOT. Uh, winner Viola Davis you know she she just she recently achieved EGOT status I didn't know that yeah she's up there now um which is cool uh probably one of the greatest actresses of all time that's still alive 
and uh, she's playing Michael Jordan's mom. And then you have the Dream Brothers. Man. You got Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Neither of them doing a Boston accent. They're they're technically in Oregon because that's where Nike is like based in or- and um, set up. I think based on how I saw Phil Knight in my head when I was reading the book, Ben Affleck's looks like a, a good representation. Seems well of casted. Him. Yeah, yeah, because apparently he was like a very not uh like emotional leader. Like he would not be affirming or he would just get the shit done and then go to the next thing. Um apparently it was ruthless. What the employees had to fucking fight through. That's you know, that's cool. <laughs> that, these are all his words, right? Well, I mean, yeah. this is this is from the No, nah, no, nah, he seems like a cool guy. He seems like a pretty prominent <laughs> a, a man that only Ben Affleck could could play properly probably. Dude, Ben Affleck is so cool. Bro. Dude, in in the in if you if we're comparing him and Matt and who's kept it together over the years, definitely Ben is winning that round. Ben's Matt, looking better, yeah. Matt does not care about playing Batman in any f- future roles. He's, no, no. he's he's eating future roles right now. <laughs> he he looks fine. He's just, you know, he's a little puffy. No, I think he's going to be Santa Claus soon. <laughs> he's going to take over uh, those Tim Allen movies. Well, it's funny because uh, that, there's that actor, uh, Jesse Plemons, and a while back people were saying that he looks like if Matt Damon let himself go. <laughs> and it's like Matt Damon's starting to look like Jesse Plemons over here. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck, I missed. Oh, you know what? I think the biggest detriment to Matt Damon's career is not his uh, calorie increase. I think it's having done We Bought a Zoo. And, and there <laughs> he is, does a lot of movies like that. He he will randomly do a family movie that is terrible. It doesn't make any sense, dude. He does a lot of bad movies. Though. I heard he's really into charity. Like he's very uh, he's he's very philanthropic. That's good. He, he should a, be. I think he has. He probably has his own like whiskey or something <laughs> as well with like a pal, another celebrity pal. When when uh, Richard was rewatching Entourage, I kind of hopped in and out because I've rewatched Entourage in the past two years. Nothing or so. wrong with that. Um, there, there's an episode where um, Matt Damon is playing himself, being an overly pushy dude trying to fundraise for charities. Mm. And he goes up to the dude, Vinny D, Vince Chase, and he's like, yo, we need your donations, and it would be great for the nation. I love Matt Damon films, Goodwill Hunting. Yo, I put that on, and then beats start bumping. It's my favorite song, I mean movie, to get inspired to. Yo, I love Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, too. Yo, how you like them apples? Yo, that Nike movie, yeah, that's a whole debacle. Yeah, I'm about to uh, free myself from shackles like I'm Viola Davis in that movie, The Help, you see? You ever seen Mall Rats catch me out where Ben Affleck is at as well as Matt Damon's ass? Wow. I love those two. It's a combination for the centuries. It's like they were birthed out of the same vagine. Yo, I've been driving around watching the movie to town because I love the way Ben Affleck's accent sounds. Matt Damon's not even in that movie. I know. I just talking about Ben Affleck instead. <laughs> <laughs> He's just way cooler when it comes to, uh, but didn't who took credit for what somebody else had done? Like was I, Matt Damon? I, I do, it was for Goodwill Hunting. I believe that uh, Ben Affleck has a writing credit on that. When it, uh, it's widely believed that it was mostly Matt, um, but I mean Matt could have just been like, nah, it's, it was me. So, but I, that could also just be a Family Guy joke that I saw a while oh. back. 
but I mean, the joke was made for a reason, right? Where there's smoke, there's fire. That people say that. Well, clearly Ben Affleck has the like the better uh, career. I think he's more liked. He's definitely as far as uh, even his bad movies. I have fond memories of. Like I really enjoyed Daredevil when that was a thing at first. Mm. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I watched that. That was cool, and it was also one of the first movies with race blind casting. They made Kingpin a black guy. They had Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin, and at the time, I was like. It's supposed to be a big fat white guy, <laughs> and I didn't realize that it's definitely better that they had the, a buffed up Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, let me read you some people's real quick. Uh, Silence by Piper Beats, Razor Sharp by Sudakilla, Dem- Demeter by B Frankie, Cobra by BVT Man. That was that was just now. Cobra. Oh, uh, Cobra Talk. <laughs> uh, Sylvester Stallone. Um, uh, I, what yeah. about you? Got something? Uh, if you got something, what I, about I've been I've been carrying the pod so far. It's about time we get some contributions from you. Come okay? on, dude! I've been I've been speaking on things. No, no, I, if anything, my input has been a detriment. What about these? What about these big red boots? Oh yeah, that's popular now. I I feel like we're talking about this just to get the internet uh, to click on our shit. The makers of the big red boots acknowledge that the boots are really not shaped like feet. But they are extremely shaped like boots. Whatever that means, I don't get what the hype is. I think it's because you're supposed to look like a cartoon character or something, hmm. bro. For all we know, this fucking New York Times article was written by Chat GPT. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you think an AI wrote this, bro? Because apparently, also all the photos I see of people in the boots, it kind of looks like the boots are photoshopped on. But that's because the aesthetic of the boot implies this sort of three-dimensional video game character because like, like these are like uh i'm trying to think of the character of, that they remind me of there but there's something that a character from mario would wear yeah like a taller yeah. skinnier mario character would have these boots on and so that's why it's weird to see normal ass human live action humans wearing them the group said that cartoonish aesthetic had been mainstreamed enough to make the big red boot eligible as you know a boot i don't really fucking get it how much do they cost let's find out that's what's important for me gotta be in the same is it it not in the article uh i don't even know what that article is about type in mschf boots cost here we go david's typing there go 350 uh you know it's not crazy. It's not like Yeezys. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. Lad panics after getting stuck in bizarre new boots that cost nearly 300 That's <laughs> fake. That's fake. You think this is fake? No one's foot is getting stuck in these boots. <laughs> uh, I, I, would you? Okay, here's the thing. They, they're, they're, they're fine as like a Halloween costume item. I just don't see... Fashion is weird to me because... People are buying these boots and they're expensive as fuck. Apparently it's made by an art collective. Like it's not even like a clothing manufacturer. It's a, but they're so unique that it seems like uh, maybe unique isn't the right word to get my point across here. They're they're They are like they like they look unique, but it's only cool if you're the only one with those boots. Right. Once we're all wearing big red boots, then it looks dumb. 
because because it's it, it's the vibe of having the coolest costume at a Halloween party. Sure. That that's what I see when I see those yeah. boots. And if I saw someone wearing them at a Halloween party, be like, those are sick. Where the hell did you get those? Yeah, those yeah, are yeah. perfect for what but, you're doing here with this costume. But if I walked in wearing those, you'd be like, "Wow, David, really? You bought the David red boots? A little extra right now." And, and yeah, the fact that they went over the internet. It was a fend, it was a fad, it was a what you want I don't know about it, but if I see you wearing them If you rocking them boots, man, I'ma fucking tell you the truth uh, Yo, I've been known to give in to trends I see on the internet And yeah, I really love the trends, I'm really committed to fashion Big red boots on my foots, yeah, you know I get the loot When I'm running through the city, yeah, Brooklyn who? I got an extra 350, yep. burning a hole in my pocket Whoa. So I'ma log on to Mischief, yep. and these new boots, yeah, I bought them uh -huh. and now they're on my feet, yeah, so you know that I'm gonna rock them And I look like a motherfucking Mickey Mouse character I spent my weekly grocery budget on these fucking shoes that I have to budget Yeah, you know, yeah, it's really rough to get in to the shoes Cause the boots, yeah, I barely fit in Mm. Damn, bro, you got a $350 grocery budget? Around that. A right. weekly? No, monthly. You said weekly. I said weekly? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm balling, baby. <laughs> no, it's because you eat $350 worth of food every week. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah, no, that would be... Or I shop at a really expensive grocery store. Yeah. Well, no, even even for the month, that seems high. Seems like, what do you, what do you got, like two kids you're also supporting? Well, I also pay for all my groceries. But one of the one of the biggest things about uh, uh, groceries that make, that makes it be expensive for me is um, I buy so much beef and chicken and like that shit's expensive. Like if I just ate fucking rice and beans or whatever, I could probably live on thirty dollars a week. But I straight up be just ingesting a shit ton of no, no, animal we, products. We can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. Are you? Um, Sounds like you're working on the opposite. <laughs> if, if you're like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm purposefully buying as much of this food as possible. Somebody told me it's good for you. What? What? I I eat all the all the good food during the day, and then at night it's just it fall off. That's where the cancel cancelization comes. Go off the cancelization. Cancellation. Cancellation sounds correct. Mm -hmm. Go off the rails. The nighttime, dude. I can't. I hate the nighttime. The n it's the hardest time. It is. Yeah. That it's nothing good happens after five p.m. <laughs> I've heard that before. That's that's what people are saying these days. Like my girlfriend went to like some uh, party with her friend the other uh, yesterday, and it was at like six p.m. and it was just me at the apartment for like four hours before I went to sleep, and I'm pretty sure I ate. You know, like 800 calories worth of bullshit in the house. I masturbated twice, and then I edited video. Twice, yeah, it was brutal, dude. I With within that. within like a four hour period, I wouldn't be able to do that. It would hurt the second time. It wasn't it wasn't enjoyable, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just I just did it. <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a vibe masturbating because you're bored and not because you're what, horny. What would you do at that point? Like I edited video for like an hour or two. And then I was watching It's Always Sunny. I was. Did you have weed to smoke? That's the thing. I'm I'm trying to not smoke or drink. So it's like food and I orgasms. The, yeah, I guess the weed would would make you want to eat more. Probably. Okay, so that doesn't even solve my problem. And then what do I do? Do I just sit there and like read? Re like reading 
is is fun for me in the morning, but in the evening, I'm too tired to read. Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Because I, I go through a similar thing when it's when I'm like, all right, now it's time for me to get into bed, and say it's like eight o'clock. It'll I'll still be looking at my phone in my bed till like ten or something. Yeah, and yeah, it's I don't know exactly because melatonin doesn't really work. It's I think it sort of helps. But you also have to be in the right headspace. I could definitely work my way through a melatonin. If, no. I'm, if I'm like amped up on something, melatonin isn't going to do shit. Literally, the best way for me to not uh, have a meltdown is to constantly be busy. If I'm constantly doing something, then I don't have that like panicked. All right, what do I do for three hours? I've already been productive. I don't have anybody to hang out with. I, I don't want to drink or get high. It's a fucking... Uh, Dilemma. No it's matter. a vicious cycle. Whatever, dude. Okay, so we, we talked about the... Oh, how about this? Um, yesterday, I had to go help this Asian man with his internet because it wasn't working. And then I get there and I realize that he's like a theologian or like he runs a Korean theology school. And I was like, oh, yeah, my dad's a pastor. And I was trying to get on his good graces. Oh, wait, but was he? Did he? Did you recognize that this was Christian themed? His theology? Yeah, yeah, he was. Oh, okay, I don't think I don't think Koreans are anything other than Christian or fucking. Hey, I don't know. They probably got some crazy shit over there. No, dude, they're like wise. they're like the second largest Christian population in the world. <laughs> or no? Stand corrected. Uh, and then then he was like, "Are you a Christian?" And I was like, I almost lied. I was going to be like, oh, yeah, but then I couldn't. I mean, I, you introduced that into the by, by talking about your dad being a pastor. You, I, it seems weird to question somebody's religion in front of them or like, well, no, you you brought it up. He, he You no, gave him I, a reason. I brought up my dad's religion. He should you're, you're reaching here. He like, should have just been like, oh, your dad's a Christian or like he's a religious figure. Cool. My dad's religious. This conversation is getting vicious. Why you coming at me with all these questions? If I'm a Christian, if I'm evicted. Theology, yo, get that away from Theology. me. I ain't over here trying to relate to thee. Oh, wait, I am. That's why I brought up the st stuff about my pops. Oh, wait, now you still want to talk? Yo, brethren, what up with thee? Yeah, you gotta come wash my feet. Mm. Turn the water into Pinot Noir. Yeah, I think I might have taken it too far. Turn the water into wine. Yeah, I'm feeling fine. I just fixed this dude's internet in due time. And that was nice, yeah. He bought me rice, yeah. He's a Korean guy, and he was nice, yeah. Uh, multiply the bread into fishes. Yeah, I'm vicious. So I, I fixed the internet, and then um, he gave me a bonsai. He had like, and I, I've just made the joke about him giving you rice. That's, that's we hit the nail on the head with that one, man. He literally had like six or seven bonsai right here in his office, and he was like, "I give you bonsai, you water one." He said that his English was so bad, wow, beyond bad. He was like, "You water once Bro, every two week." That's a tight gift. You Apparently, see, like they're it. expensive. Well, it's it's at B's. Yeah, yeah, but like that's you're gonna care for that thing. I mean, apparently it's really easy that you just keep it out of like bright sunlight and then you just 
water it once every two weeks indoor plant that's it oh yeah bonsais are sick and i think you got there's some like grooming as well because because it will eventually start to just look like a tiny plant that you have to groom it specifically to keep it looking like a tiny tree yeah that i I'm, apparently she she had one before does so. it have the moss as the fake grass there is no moss you need to find some moss the especially the kind that looks like grass you know how the moss kind of just looks like shrunken grass i only know live moss that's that's good i've kind of i went to taco bell last night actually that's not good (laughs) you must must feel like shit right now i'm living last loss (laughs) uh no uh what what the fuck was i just something about the grass the fake grass oh yeah yeah it's perfect for simulating your your bonsai being even bigger than it actually is because moss just looks like tiny grass that is cool. I he also then tried to sell me a dog, and I was like, "Yo, Alex, been looking for a dog," but I know that is it a young happy boy? It's well, or so gal? it's first off, we are not equipped to um, have this breed in this home. It's too big. Uh, what's it called? A Akita. Akita. Yeah, no way. It's almost like that's that's an ancient breed. Apparently this thing fucking grows to be very large. That you look at these guys. Yeah, no, no. Oh, but maybe it's an American Akita. I, I mean, think it's re- this one. Regardless, another thing about this uh, type of dog is they they're so smart that they will be assholes on purpose. Like they really? they're smart enough to know that oh this guy's trying to trick me with a treat. How about no? And then you, he plays the game. Bitch. How about this? I grab a dog. And I took him. <laughs> He was like, I give you a good deal. Dog, usually $1,500, $500 for you. No, those are fucking expensive-ass dogs. When That's- I was it, it, Immediately, I started scheming. I was like, what if I get this dog and then I flip a dog? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, That's cruel. Instead of getting into real estate, I get into flipping uh, flipping canines. That's very funny because at Christmas time, I was at a Christmas party with my uncle, and there was a guy who had uh, a really rare breed of dog as a puppy, and he was trying to give it away for free. And me and my uncle were joking about getting it and selling it because the dog goes for like two grand. Yeah. And part of me was like, man, what are you doing? Just giving this dog away. Well, I've met crazy. I've met different people who are usually some type of scam artist or fraudster who, in addition to committing fraud, also they wouldn't be above stealing a dog and trying to sell it. In addition to committing fraud, also breed dogs and sell them. And it's like kind of down the same line no, of business. It's, it's, they're both nefarious it's at the like, end of the day. It's it's sort of evil because... Breeding dogs is kind of gross. It's so... You're just not... It shows a lack of empathy. You, you're incapable of perceiving the animal as a being that feels and and loves and is like beautiful right because you're like in your head you have an idea of how your dog is supposed to look it's basically like trying to make sure that your kid has blue eyes and blonde hair yeah because people would consider that fucked up if you tried to genetically engineer your child to look like the perfect hitler youth well and the only reason i would perceive genetically engineering humans as beneficial is to just eradicate disease and and you know retardedness like what if you could like make me not dumb i feel like it, at least with dogs it almost always has the opposite effect like a lot of the dogs that are bred to be 
that specific thing. They become worse. They become worse because of it's 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 more beneficial to like mutts are healthier than purebred dogs. Yeah. When you mix genetics, it's more beneficial for your offspring no matter what. Yeah. It's even proven that like that's how it is with humans. I got a dog and he's really muddy. Yeah, you know me. His bloodline is muddy. Yeah, he's got a doodle dad and a uh, he's got a bulldog mom and I don't know what you yeah. call him, but that's it and he's on and that dog is legit and he's cute as a bitch and I pet him all nice and I feed him some rice that uh-huh. I got from the man that I bought him from. Damn. My dog is muddy. He's also really funny. He's got a couple bits when he grabs a bitch. And he grabs a treat, holds it with his feet, puts it in his mouth, and then he talks around. Talks around, yo, I love hanging with my dog, and now I got my dog down at the pound. I don't genetically engineer my puppers, yo, I like them fresh and natural, they're lovers. Yo, I got a young pup, and he's a young mutt, what the fuck, he got a nice strut. I gotta pee again, unfortunately. All right, I think that's that, cool. that's that coffee forcing its way through me. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I feel like a fucking idiot because I woke up and made lunch and dinner. Like I, I prepped my food and then I just came over here and forgot it. You'd be forgetting stuff. At least you at least you got the pod equipment. Bro, it's so annoying. Like, just having shit in two places is super inconvenient. Man, I offered uh, offered a little Jimmy John's excursion to you. We could, I know, we could have, I, you could have done a little Jimmy scam. I didn't want to eat off the off the program. I wanted to just, I'll just go get it after this. What are you going to get? You getting Jimmy's? No, I'll just go pick up the food I made. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> um, I uh, was listening to <laughs> the... This is this is definitely a, a tangent change. Okay, but um, deaths about over over video games. Um, I, I feel like uh, at first glance, your first thought would be, "Oh, it's, it's people who play video games are naturally violent because the video games are violent." But that's almost never the case. Right. It's, it's usually if a kid is is killing someone over a video game, it's because that person has told them they're not allowed to play that video game anymore. And, and that's that's like half of them. Really? It's, it's parents who are like, uh, you're not allowed to play Halo 3 anymore. And then the kid is like, well, um, I'm just going to murder you so that, I can play Halo 3 as much as possible. Is that what happened with the Menendez brothers? They were probably something similar. They were That was like that wealthy family life. But I'm almost positive the Menendez brothers were getting ass raped at, at family parties. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. And there's there, there seems to be some evidence for it which is you know i guess it's i guess it's still alleged there's a there's a a and e documentary you i guys believe watch. i believe all victims really um, all of them <laughs> uh another one is parents who are so obsessed with like farmville or whatever that they just forget to feed their kid and their kid dies that's another like, common video game death is uh, addiction to the game to the point where you forget to feed your child. Right. And one of the cases that I was uh, reading about was so egregious. It was th- th- these parents, they didn't, I guess they didn't have internet at home. So they would game at internet cafes and leave their infant home alone. And then they would take, they would take breaks. One of them would be like, okay, it's my turn to go give the baby some powdered milk. And then they would come back to the internet cafe and keep gaming. Bro. 
And, uh, yeah, and then the other one was just uh, this lady just playing Farmville, not feeding her kid, and eventually it died. Apparently, she also didn't feed her dogs, and they died, and they mummified in the kitchen. Like, she just she didn't go to into the kitchen to check on the dogs for two months, and the dogs ended up mummifying in the kitchen. Uh, wow. So, yeah, it's usually, you know, if you don't want video games to lead to violence, you... Don't don't neglect your kid while you're playing them because that'll that'll result in some death. No, but here's and the don't thing. tell your kid they're not allowed to play if you know that your kid has the capacity to murder. I wish I could become obsessed with a game that deeply because mm. I'll I'll play something and I'll get. I don't a, think you do, bro. No, dude. Imagine like being that consumed in anything, dude. Like I can't be engaged with any. I can barely engage in this podcast uh, for an hour and a half. No, like you want us to fucking play I, a game for? I, I get the sentiment, but at the same time, I've had I've definitely had some addicting game gaming experiences, but never to the extent where like if this is taken from me, I have to murder whoever takes it from me. Right, or I forget to you know like pay the bills or or some shit. Like I've had it where you know when I was playing Zelda, I caught a couple. A couple momentum moments where I wouldn't go to sleep until like 1 a.m. And then mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck, I stayed up late because I couldn't I didn't want to stop playing the game. I could have easily stopped and said, all right, enough is enough. But it wasn't something where I completely lost my perception of time and forgot my responsibilities. In fact, I would be incapable of engaging the game if I had things that needed to be done that hadn't been done yet. I wouldn't yeah. be like, oh, I didn't go to work because I have I kept playing this game and forgot I had to go to work. That would never happen. I would only play after getting done with all my shit. There are uh, some times though when you're when you're really into a game and you start you start to work on the stuff you're supposed to be working on and then that game is just in the back of your head though. You're like, oh man, it'd be nice to go put a couple more hours into Zelda. You you need like say you you remember the moment that you left <laughs> off on like, oh, I gotta go back and finish that goddamn puzzle. It was so sublime, and you already know I'm in Zelda Ho. And yeah, I'm at your front door with my sword. Yeah, I've been playing Breath of the Wild for a while. And yeah, you don't think that me, I would defile uh, my responsibilities and think that I could sit here until my 30s just playing games to see. Yo, what am I doing these children's activities for? You know me, I'm at death's door. I'm Whoa. about to die. I'm getting old door. It's bad and I'm sore. I wake up and I feel bad. I've been playing Mario Kart since 6 a.m. So long I forgot to feed my kids. Damn. And now they're about to throw a fit. They're with the CPS or whatever the, the company is that takes your kids from you. CPS, <laughs> Child Protection Services. That's what it stands oh, for. Oh, I said it right. Wow. I like. You were worried that you got CPS wrong? I I literally wasn't actually uh, consciously saying CPS, I just was, I was throwing letters out thinking, all right, maybe I'll get them right. Ironically, the, uh, the new, the term that YouTubers use for child porn is CP. That's how they get their, keep their stuff not to be demonetized. Oh, by saying CP. Yeah. Instead of, which is crazy that you can't just, you can't even say the words child porn in a YouTube video without getting your channel demonetized. It's funny how you many have to say CP, Yeah, which is like. If you if it's your first time watching the video, you don't say you're not familiar you with the internet means. true crime culture is or whatever. 
that's yeah i don't know well YouTube is dumb there's a lot of things about youtube that uh people like that aren't um consistently more beneficial than other platforms like i get that you youtube's the only platform like where else would you post your video content other than social media right it's well i mean there are plenty of alternatives now that youtube has all these uh sort of what some would call censorship bullshit guidelines going on you could you could post your video to rumble if you wanted to sure you might be able to be get away with posting it on vimeo i've uh i i've i've downloaded rumble for the sole fact that a lot of the pedophile catching channels that expose you know the local pedos in their area those videos get taken down or demonetized uh, essentially, these guys can only upload their catches if they don't include the the perp's name and they blur their face the entire video. And what's which the is, reasoning behind that? I don't know, really. I I think that oh, because because it, it incites harassment, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because then and, that, and technically, a crime hasn't actually been committed in most cases. And it, there's there are some states where it isn't. Uh, some states it's illegal. To, just to pursue you know, to show up even if it's a decoy they they consider that the, the crime yeah the, that the, a crime has been committed but some states are like oh he was texting a decoy this guy has done nothing wrong yeah we have to let him go and in fact you're the one doing something wrong for entrapping this guy with this fake profile or whatever so yeah. i don't know so I, I yeah a lot of them have moved over to the platform <laughs> rumble one of my one of just my- to finish off on the rumble thing it's mainly right-wing bullshit yeah it's mainly like that's where trump is now like like uh the info wars and all that like they have to post on rumble now because they can't post on youtube can you monetize on rumble i think you can yeah okay so they have the same kind of system it's just funny because i used to have this uh thought process with the with the child predators where i would think um fuck what was it i had i had the thought and i just lost it dang it Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. It was in defense of the child predator where I would think, oh, but maybe this guy was trying to date an adult. And then when he found out that they were like, you know, 16, he was like, well, I'll take what I can get. It's never 16. <laughs> it's, it's always, always like, like 12. It's always like least. turning 13 in March. or Some of them, shit. some of the catchers get bold and they're like, I'm seven. They, they go like wildly low and and occasionally it works and they ensnare a real sicko that's that's willing to meet up with a seven-year-old uh that's when it that's that stuff is crazy how does, how does a seven-year-old like even get get, get on sport themselves or there? Yeah, get online and that goes to show that the whoever's pursuing the seven-year-old isn't all there either is completely yeah like the fact that they would be like oh my goodness a well-spoken seven-year-old is online <laughs> trying to link up with me he's like making pop culture references yeah. about, about shit from the 90s oh it's I, there's also excuse me something <laughs> Every time I want to make a point, the sound drops, and I got to start rapping off the top of the dome. That's the name of the pod. Yeah, you know, and we trying to rap about something bad. Yeah, I'm rapping about the topic at hand, and the topic at hand is rapping about the topic at hand. Mm. Yup, and last night I did a lot with my hands. You want to see these hands? 
Yeah, you ain't a fan. I'd rather see these hands than see Chris Hand sand on my on my motherfucking uh, landline calling me, telling me I'm in trouble for uh, some of the stuff that I've done. I'd rather see these hands than Chris Hansen on my land. Get off my property and do it properly mm. and do it quickly before the LAPD pulls up and tries to arrest me because I'm free. There was a whole season of To Catch a Predator that took place in Long Beach. It's pretty cool, you see. Wow. They got a decoy house and it's just down the street. Maybe we should check it out and uh, move our feet. And now that house is worth $3 million. Yeah, I, I always wonder how, how they how they do that. And apparently, according to the episodes, rumors get spread around the neighborhood like, oh, To Catch a Predator is being filmed here. And, and they've encountered that in their chats with, decoys, with the ped- pedos as decoys before where the, the pedophiles would be like, I don't know. I heard they're filming to catch a predator around here, which don't meet up. If you if there's a rumor that they're <laughs> filming to catch a predator in your hometown, don't link up with that 12-year-old. <laughs> Save it for the next one. Here we go. We're giving advice to the pedos. I'm just saying, I mean, the show's been off the air for 20 years now, so Well, it's it goes to show that Obviously, maybe it's some type of mental illness, uh, which is what most of us believe. But there's also a level of horniness that makes a man irrational. And if your horniness is targeted at a child in the same way, like you, you could get catfished by an adult. Well, no, and, and when you're- this is true because a lot of them also drive hours exactly the, over two hours like to that, get to the, the the pedophilia and i feel like a, a grown man would drive two hours to get with just an adult woman who it's, is attractive very po- yeah someone who's desperate enough is yeah. absolutely gonna do like that. in the if you click on like a hot moms near you and you're fucking scrolling you're trying to find somebody you're at a point in your horniness where you're like okay i know need- they wouldn't be near me if i have to drive two hours to get to them <laughs> Yeah, hot moms near you, and you gotta hot like, moms in America, and you gotta drive to Arizona or yeah. some shit. <laughs> ah, fuck! Now I gotta piss, dude. Dude, whatever, bro. Okay. We'll, we'll hit him with the Chris, and I'll actually stop the video recording this time. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Yo, yes. You know who's back at it? Hobson. Whoa! Oh my you goodness! You see me looking at it on my phone or no, something? No, dude. I just I am on the same vibe as I swear That's to God. Crazy. I didn't I didn't see shit. <laughs> All I I mean, you know me, man. I I be keeping up with dude. Hobson. <laughs> what have you I? have you seen the video? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, the budget must have been crazy. That yeah. I I also feel like that dude's got a good close circle. Like yeah, there's that dude had definitely there's some graphic designers out there and CGI artists that are fans of Hobson that are like yeah dude let's let's do this let's build yo that's crazy it it's also impressive how um much he's developed over the years and how oh the, yeah the, the, <laughs> he's he's transitioned over to quality over quantity when you look at the 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 first ill mind of hobson and then you compare it to his most recent music video 100 percent, it's insane insane and even the one before this one i thought was incredible like i was like whoa uh, this dude I, is leveling up heavy i'm i am it's when he was announcing this video like a month ago i was like i i, I had commented please 
let it be happy ending part two. <laughs> I don't think he's ever going to get the chance to make a happy ending part two. <laughs> no, well, he'd have to post it on Rumble. That's for It was sure. very funny how when he did that uh, song um, and it, he was going through a, a little cancellation for it, he wasn't. He wasn't repentant for the overt anti-Asian racism in the music video. He was more like, man, I, I worked so hard on this music video. Yeah. Y'all, y'all telling me it's racist? Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's also, you know, I thought it was funny that he was just like, yeah, I I love going to a fucking brothel and, yeah. get, and getting it done. Which, if he had said brothel, it would have been less offensive. <laughs> Yo, sex work. Real work, whether or not they Asian, they boys or girls. Yup, I'm about to pull up on a back page. Get a girl in the back, then I let my rage. Yeah, I'm hopsin and I just hopped in the whip. Boom. I'm about to go get my dick massaged by an Asian chick, and I'm being Vegas shit. Yo, who knows what kind of Asian she is? I don't care if she's Vietnamese, Chinese, or Taiwanese. Mm. I just want her to be down on her knees. And I want her to be begging daddy please Yeah I wanna get this after I sneeze The part in the hook where they do the Asian accent Probably wasn't gonna work well for him No People frown on that these days Yo you shouldn't do that What are you crazy? Oh my god Hobson Wade uh. Yo stop the Asian hate He did the opposite of hate He really loved them <laughs> well, that, that video also had an insane amount of production value the the oh yeah happy ending Absolutely, music video yeah. and it also starts with like a, a skit where it's just oh. like him and his boys hanging out yeah and, and it's and supposed like to be i love like, going to an asian massage bar, right man. and they're like what that's crazy i thought that was illegal yeah <laughs> oh, well man. it 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 shouldn't be and the reason I mean, we should just talk about uh, prostitution and legalization of sex work because the reason it's primarily, you know, Asian women uh, doing this is because you would never go to like a massage parlor just run by white people and expect to have sex with one of them or have them give you a hand job. It's because they're coming from a different country and they're like working super hard to make money that they perceive it as you know okay it's like it's literally like a third world massage and if sex work was legal if prostitution was legal third world massage <laughs> that would be the name of my parlor for sex work this is I, third world massage <laughs> I, I i'm trying to make the point without it sounding absolutely like mean or or racist but i'm trying to figure out a way of uh, verbalizing it correctly. No, I get it. No, the, the, those women are born to do that. <laughs> oh if prostitution was legal, you wouldn't have to go to like uh, a, a massage parlor run by foreigners who half of them are like illegally here or trafficked. No, or no. What, what you're saying is if prostitution was legal, you wouldn't be delegated to get your get jerked off by an Asian woman. You'd get the <laughs> white woman that you actually desire. You could You could pick... An Asian woman <laughs> who was available and insured and, you know, had his paid time off. That's it, what it should be, because that was like that was the whole implication of that scene in Rush Hour, too. Right. That they were going to get jerked off at the end. That's why they were rev like that's why they opened the, the door and have women for them to choose. Right. They were at a whorehouse, but that was they never spec they never said that. Right. They never there weren't there was no scene in the movie where. 
Chris Tucker was like, hey, let's go get beat off. No, yeah, he never said that, but, but, but there the, was an implication. Right, but I, it's a very soft, it's a weird implication because for them to do all that action, they might as well just come out and say it. It's weird that they were still trying to imply that they were just going to be massaged and they open the door and they get to pick who's massaging them. And he's right. like, oh, and one of them lifts her titties up yeah, at yeah. one point. And, and Chris Tucker's like, yeah, I want her. So, yeah. That was definitely a whorehouse situation that they tried to sort of make a little PG for the audience. Yeah, I mean, it, it worked for me. I never picked up on it until I was like... I didn't oh. pick up on it until this exact moment right now. No. I was like, that's that was a whorehouse situation. Yeah, exactly. I just think that um, it, it wouldn't have to be that difficult. Is prostitution legal in any of the United States? Like, is it legal in like Vegas? Yeah, I think it is. I don't think it's legal in Vegas. I'm almost positive it is. No. I'm going to look it up right now. It's not because it, it would be like more chill. I think like it's super I, I, difficult. I, I think maybe street walking prostitution might be. A little no, obviously. But like there, there isn't there isn't a place where you go. I could have sworn that there was like brothels were, were legal in Vegas. Like the the organization of the home with you no, have your house mother or whatever. There may be like an under because Clark County, Las Vegas, located as population. This means that prostitution is illegal in Las Vegas. And in the surrounding areas. Okay, there. you should you should have searched where is prostitution legal in America, or pro or just prostitution legal America. Really. So it is Nevada, but not Vegas. That is weird, yo. I just gotta say this. So is it like Reno, or maybe it is legal somewhere else where we can work with some sexy prostitution? Yeah. Yo. I just think it'd probably be more convenient and taxable mm -hmm. if all the girls and the dudes who are getting in their holes uh, have insurance. And yeah, the assurance that they're safe. You're saying that these prostitutes got to fill out a 1099 at the end of the work and they're fine. Yeah, that's just how it is. Oh, my. I don't uh, honestly. I kind of think that legally uh, they might get around that shit. Skirt, skirt, skirt around that bitch. It should be cool. To go get a girl and just be cool. And yeah, ground the road. And I don't know what the fuck. It was kind of a thing uh, in the earlier days of OnlyFans where uh, people to troll the OnlyFans girls would report them to the IRS. Well, yeah. <laughs> It was kind of funny. They should be paying taxes. No, no, absolutely. That, 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 to, to to your point, that would be the only way that that would be, you know, a viable legal well, option. And but I just don't see that being a thing. the the pro, The main reason prostitution doesn't get legalized is because of the perception that paying for sex is wrong. Regardless of that, paying for sex is gonna happen. It's gonna happen, and I don't think it's wrong. If you're trying there's, to, there's a part of me that thinks that while the perceived wrongness of it is a factor, I think that there's also a level of they're not working hard enough to deserve to be paid for this sure. kind of and, a mindset. And in, in certain fat, like especially in the OnlyFans aspect, there's a lot of people who are anti OnlyFans simply because. Well, just because you're hot, you get to go in right. front of a camera, get sure. naked, and get and make more money than me, man. And I'm sure that that shit is not. Um, porn isn't chill. I don't think it's chill at all. And like there, there's are there are some benefits to being able to resell the same product to many fans. Like if you 
get a subscription thing going. And Mini then, fans. And then you upsell. If you uh, like, if you basically you make you make a scene that you sell for five bucks online, and then you sell the same scene hundreds of times, that's that's a great business. But I don't think that you have to be very passionate about having sex to like feel comfortable and confident to like have it filmed, and then that's out there. Like people that you know are able to access your sexuality fully. Like that's not that's not the a, an easy way to go about making money. Yeah, maybe you make a lot of money, but the people who do that are they're going through a lot psychologically. But paying for sex like real life people, that shit is going to happen no matter what. People trying to get it don't feel safe because they're like, "All right, I'm, I might get scammed." And then the people doing it don't feel safe because they're like, "I might get hit." Aren't or there robbed. aren't there some foreign economies where it has been proven that legalizing prostitution is yes. a good thing? I'm pretty sure Amsterdam is the is the main spot and they literally will just have like women in like uh in like uh what's it called? window window uh is not scapes where they display the win- display like they'll have a display with women just standing there being like what's up get in here it got me thinking of uh Adrian Appalucci's uh opener opening bit for Louis CK at Madison Square where she was talking about how like the different tiers of pedophiles there's like your sad the poor pedophile who's sad because he's just banging the local kid and you've got your rich pedophile who's <laughs> Banging, who goes on a flight like a vacation to yeah, fuck it's kids, a, yeah, yeah. And the fact that there that that tourism exists, that that's yeah, actually you, you, that's a thing that happens. I don't know what what, what were we just talking about. Talk- <laughs> that implies something crazy, but then now I can't string those two points together. The legalization of prostitution, yes. making it safe. Okay, what is it? Is this a slippery slope? Are we gonna? Are, is there gonna be sex tourism to the United States after we legalize prostitution? I'd be, I'd be cool with that. And then, I'll but talk- what if it's to fuck little boys? Okay, well that's obviously not chill. I'm like, being hyperbolic. Okay. <laughs> it, it would just be nice to be like, all right. There's a there's a safe place for people to Yo If I wanna have sex for money I could get a job not if my nose is runny Nope I gotta be healthy I gotta have papers And I gotta fucking get a laser Do you have your shots yet? Are you vaccinated? Are you gonna go over to the United States, bitch? Do some sex tourism we got the legal prostitutes, if you're in Nevada especially, but it might cost you loot. It would be nice to pay a fair price for a couple of really nice price, really nice breasts. That would be the best and not have to feel bad or ever regret. I never regret not once. Yo, what am I going to do with this one? I don't know, man. Maybe get on a motherfucking flight and go to Milan. Whoa. And maybe we can party with all my rich homies. We'll wear some masks. Uh, eyes wide shut, you see. Yeah, it's even like, I feel like, I, I guess it wouldn't be ideal. Because in the same way that strippers are not in great situations. If you go to a strip club, how about this? Before we legalize prostitution, we got to legalize nude stripping in every state. I'm pretty sure that's that's some place. There are places where you're not allowed to take show vag. I think it's. I think that if there's vag, there's no alcohol, and if there's alcohol, there's that's everywhere. I'm not. I'm not sure everywhere. It's crazy. But a lot of that shit, uh, even though it's legal, the strippers aren't taken care of. I'm pretty sure they're 
they're 1099 workers, so they don't get insurance. They don't. It's like get, at a hair salon, how you rent you rent the yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even if it was, I'm the whole thing I'm saying kind of goes out the window when you think about how workers who are legally working can still be abused by the business model being fucked up. So even if prostitution was legal, I guarantee you there would be a ton of. It, I love it, the idea of like specialty strippers. You know how there there's like fat, ugly strippers that still make just as much money. As, yeah. As the ones that are, you know, more because they're entertaining. Con- well, no, it's almost they cater to a specific fetish or something. Strippers who cater to a specific fetish is what I should have said. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like any any show or movie I see that has like a truck stop strip zone. Yeah. They're usually some pretty nasty chicks. And but the the guys are like into it, you know. There there there's a thing about it. Like maybe it's because it's more realistic, or it's the, like they they want an attainable stripper these, up there. These men have been alone on the road for weeks. To Something take like that. They can get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I definitely now that I think about it, legalization doesn't mean uh, good business. It could still be fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't mean that things are going to go well. Right. No, there needs to, well, there, you have to have regulation in place. That's why, the, like, even the stuff with marijuana now is still so iffy. And, you know, I went to uh, Secret Sesh yesterday. Oh, my God. My, my, I ran out of gas on the way to Secret Whoa! Sesh. Whoa. Learned the hard way that my gas gauge is broken. It said I had a quarter tank left. And then, boom, plurp, 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 plurp. No I'm, way. I'm on the freeway. I'm on the 710. Insane. But, you know, I just hoof it to a gas station, get a can, fill it up, come back. It was otherwise I would have had to have wait two hours for AAA, which that was that's not going to happen. I, the secret sesh would have been closed by the time AAA got to my car. No, it, it's funny how AAA is good, but not convenient. You ever gotten out of your car on the freeway? Yes. That shit is wild. It's pretty intense. On the side of the freeway. They're going. Just, yeah i know that's when we moved to when we moved to los angeles that on on the drive here my fucking car my my, i didn't run out of gas it was so hot and i was like i had nine things plugged in like the battery in my car just died while i was on the street and then yo some really nice latino man saw me waving my hand and he pulled over his van and he was like, hey, friend, I got some gables. And I was like, thank you. And then we plugged that shit up and I was like, hell yeah. Gracias, now I'm on my way. Yeah, what you know? Yeah, the shit is gay. I broke down. Yeah, that was today. And next thing you know, I'm on my way. I just yeah, got yeah. out on the fucking freeway and I checked my gas and that shit was lame. And I went down to the gas station and I filled it up and now I'm gone. Ooh. I'm at the station. Feel a sensation. Ooh. Where I'm filling up my tank and I'm thankful Cause now I got the gas to go and get some gas Then I'm smoking grass coming out my ass Well, nobody got no sympathy for me I'm walking over here, hands and feet, on my knees, in the streets I got a gas can on my left For all we know it's theft I stole that gas from the station and I got help from an Asian. So he did, gave me a bonsai. Did you did you walk to the gas station? Yes. It was only a half mile. Oh, so you were in. I had my skateboard. Damn. It wasn't that big of a deal. Not, it's just. You the, know. The, 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 what I was worried about the most was like, it was I going to come back to my car on the freeway and there would be like 10 cops surrounding it or something? Yeah. That was him going through my head. I'm like, man, as long as 
I can get. It only took me 30 minutes from leaving my car to get back to my car with the gas. So it wasn't that big of a deal at the and end. And you day. had to buy like a tank? I did. Have, that was the rough part. I ended up spending like $30 on, on two a- two gallons of gas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because of the cost of the tank itself. Damn, that's going to be. An, so now you have to fill up at half a tank no matter what. Well, the light turns on when I know that it's it, the the gauge still went up when I went and filled up after the went up f- full. Uh, I filled up after the fact, so I know that when the light comes on, that's my indication at least for now. So the light still works. The light worked, but it, it was at it, it light came on at a little under a quarter tank. That's usually that's when it usually comes on, and then it just stayed. the 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 little arrow stayed never went there, past never that. went down, and usually I can go far below. So that's why I was still fine in my head. Yeah. And then no, that was not. But there Weird. was a point where I was like getting suspicious about it. I was like that should be going lower by now, I think, but it's not. So I must be good. Damn. I was not good. Well, at least it wasn't worse. It could have been much worse. Right. I like, could I, I I randomly broke I randomly ran out of gas slightly near an exit. I could have exactly. had to hoof it on the freeway way longer, which would have sucked. No, yeah, and I see people And you, you can't skate on the freeway because there's so much debris on the yeah. side of the road. I had to walk to the end of the off ramp and then skate on the sidewalk. Yeah. Man, my my sister had some car trouble today. Oh yeah. She um apparently her brakes are out or some shit and then Apparently something was leaking and she had to go to a spot and they tried to charge her a thousand dollars and then she went to another spot and according to her, a flirtatious employee brought the price down um, because she was a good looking giving girl. him giving him DSL lips. No, no she, uh, that's that doesn't work. She she didn't. She said that she wasn't giving him vibes. He was just. He's he was a horny man. He was, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, he, she, and he, she's a woman under thirty. He needs to visit Amsterdam. Yes, um, you know what? Case in point, that's a callback, right but, there. But she was pretty stressed about it, and I just, you know, I remember when I first moved to LA, multiple times where repairing the car was such a major thing for me. I was like. I have three or four well, instances. It's because you've just moved as well. It's like, yeah, you're, like not, you're, you're not ready for another life event like that. Yeah, exactly. It's such a hassle to have the car go to shit and you just fucking got here. Um, yeah, I fucking hate that shit. That's why you got to have a, that's why you got to have a, a, a lifestyle where you can nix the car periodically. That would be nice. Like if you could just, cause I feel like you could survive without a car because of your proximity to work. And Technically, like, for the most part, if there, you are, stick, there are some days where I wouldn't be able to get to work without a car. Yeah, I've, I'm so fucked. If, if if I don't have a car, I have to fucking go figure something out because from here to K-Town, it's like an hour and that shit blew. Yeah, no, that wouldn't work. Dude, I'm drinking too much sparkling water. I'm fucking pissing out my ass. No, I got a P2 and we did, we are out of beats. Uh, are there oh, any, we're out of beats? You still need to shout out. Okay, let me hit them up. I could I could hang in there for the... For the finale. Um, oh, I don't even remember. Okay, Psycho by Just Dan Beats. Rich Flex by Riot. Journey by Sasbo. Goodbye by Balance Cooper. Quick t- quick thing on Balance. This is his last tight beat on his channel. He said, I'm done posting tight beats. I'm like working with artists and, and, and my 
tight beat YouTube career is over. I was like, that's insane, dude. He's probably well, he's just gonna start putting actual titles on his beats. Well, no, I or, think or, he's or, the channel is done. Oh, oh, I see, I see. The so channel is gonna stay up, but he won't be posting anymore. That's cool. I mean, that, that means that he's he's got a clientele now that he can make. It's just money funny because I feel like he must be monetizing on YouTube, but it's not. It's not beneficial enough to where he wants to keep doing it. That's interesting. Well, I mean, according to what he wrote there, he must be working with some artists who are paying him well enough to not have to do that on YouTube anymore. But at the same time, I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass. Yep. It's the only reason I could come up with. Reality by Junkie, Lord by Louie, I Don't Know by Yog Yogic Beaks, Isolation by Bliss, and Stay Away by KB4. All right. Shout out those guys. Uh, follow me at Bubba Y, B-U-B-B-A-W-H-Y-Y. If you need a video done or anything like that, follow Bamfomania, B-A-M-F-O-M-A-N-I-A for the pod and other news or whatever. Yeah. Just give us, we need followers, please. On YouTube, uh, TikTok, and Instagram, we're doing the, the video content. Please like, comment, leave a bad comment, whatever you want. Yeah, dude. Share it with a, a person that you want to hurt. If you don't like it, and share it with a person you want to bless. Yeah. If you like it, use our use our use our content as a weapon. <laughs> Weaponize our content. Yeah. That's a, that's a good good vibe. All right. Anyway, folks. Peace. Keep it real. Oh.